Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. So today, as we officially kick off summer with Memorial Day weekend, we're going to look at some important topics to ensure you've got a great summer. First, what you need to know about the new research on sun and sunscreens. Next, how to deal with the bugs that are pests in the summer without the questionable chemicals. What food's best to keep you cool? How to best exercise in the summer hot months? And finally, we're going to take a little look at the Ayurvedic perspective on summer. Ayurveda is the ancient healing tradition from India over 5,000 years very rich in information and knowledge. And of course, India sure knows how to deal with warm temperatures. You know, first, sun exposure is really beneficial for the mind and body. It just feels so good to bask in the sun for a little bit. Sun optimizes the function, produces vitamin D. You know, when that sun hits the skin, it's converted by the kidneys, the liver, and now we know the gut bacteria is also involved complicated biochemical process that is influenced by so many internal factors. The good thing that sunshine does, among other things, include triggering the release of serotonin, that happy hormone, and that just adds to the reason why it feels good. Sunshine boosts the immune system, and this was a huge topic in with last year's COVID. People at good levels of vitamin D fared much better with the virus. In fact, Hospitalized COVID patients overall had the lowest vitamin D levels. Sunshine with vitamin D helps prevent cancer of all kinds, colon, breast, Hodgkin's lymphoma, ovarian, pancreatic, prostate. It also regulates the circadian rhythm, that sleep-wake cycle. It builds strong bonds, bones, and this is just the tip of the iceberg for the physical benefits of the sun. Really, it's essential for life. Just about every cell in your body has vitamin D receptors, meaning it's used in just about every cell, but it's a healthy balance. We know excess sun exposure causes free radical damage, skin aging, skin cancer. Look at your skin and that that gets the most sun exposure to that that gets no sun, totally different. You can be leathery in some areas and baby soft in others. So, Free radicals causing that, caused by the ultraviolet radiation, UV rays, that makes you oxidize, meaning like when you cut an apple and it turns brown. That's what's happening. You don't want your skin to be damaged like that. You know, the accelerated aging makes you look older than your years, damaging the collagen, destroying vitamins in your skin, and of course, increasing the risk for skin cancer. But sun exposure isn't the only factor for skin cancer and advanced aging. Diet is huge. You knew I had to say that. Eating an inflammatory diet high in sugar and the omega-6 vegetable oils has a huge impact on skin health. Safflower oil, sunflower oil, corn oil, soybean oil, all of those are omega-6 and inflammatory. We need a lot more of the anti-inflammatory omega-3, fish, flax. Nutritionally, of course, we can do a lot to protect the skin, consuming like the superfoods, blueberries, leafy greens, mangoes, citrus fruit really help. Also gets an excellent extra boost of antioxidant supplements throughout the summer months. I like to take astaxanthin. It's known as the internal sunscreen for its ability to ward off damaging effects of the sun. 
astaxanthin, along with vitamin C and E. They're beneficial too. Two really important supplements that can help prevent the burning, calcium lactate and cataplex F. That is essential fatty acids, basically omega-3. I've used this and you will gently brown and not burn. Standard Process Labs has always recommended these two uh, to protect the skin and help prevent sunburns. They're wonderful, so nourishing. First thing, of course, naturally you need to do is shield yourself. When you know you're going to be out boating all day or paddleboarding on the lake or watching your kids in the baseball field. You got to arm yourself with a good brimmed hat and throw on a super lightweight UV protection long sleeve shirt. My grandpa who farmed in the hot summer sun always had a light long sleeve shirt and a brimmed hat. Common sense told him not to overdo it. So just hang out in the shade. It's cooler there too. Next thing you need to know about the sunscreen lowdown. I personally do not use much sunscreen. And when I do, I am very careful. I'm not telling you to do the same, but be smart about it. I'm cautious for two reasons. One, it's going to block your vitamin D absorption, conversion. And two, most sunscreens are highly toxic for our body and the environment. Safest ones are going to contain zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. And those are like physical blockers, not chemical. When um, we're looking at our environment, coral reef destruction is going on around all the tourist beaches. And it's a major issue. I like to scuba dive and I can tell you the dive world is very aware of the problem with most sunscreens. Research is showing compounds in those sunscreens, the sunscreens themselves, harm the ocean life. The sunscreen compounds weaken the immune system of the coral, kills the algae, and it also allows for the coral to become very subject to viruses and die. We know that one popular sunscreen, the oxybenzone, is genotoxic, meaning it damages DNA and can induce severe and lethal deformities. One alarming to us Oxybenzone acts as an endocrine disruptor, messing with our reproductive hormones. In the coral, it causes the coral larva to inappropriately develop. Makes me wonder what it's doing else in our environment, what it's harming. Only time's going to tell. In sea urchins, it inhibits the embryonic development that results in gender shifts in fish which makes male fish take on female attributes. And when, me, when females, also they're having reduced egg production and hatchings. In mammals, it's also been demonstrated to be a potential mutagen and showing cancer-causing activity. Studies in mice and rats and humans show higher concentration of this oxybenzone is led to decreased fertility in women and decreased sperm count in men. And oxybenzone is not even recommended for use in children. Toxic ingredients, these endocrine-disrupting chemicals, may actually promote skin cancer growth and free radical production in the body. In fact, the years since sunscreen use began, skin cancer rates have actually risen. I notice how weird my skin feels if I use chemical sunscreen and then still stay out all day. There's damage going on in there, even if you're not burning. So I'd recommend you pay attention yourself. 
There was a study in 2019 showing potential harmful effects of the active chemical sunscreens by the FDA, and it was confirmed in a new report published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. It tested blood levels of six of these common ingredients and how found that they were quickly absorbed and exceeded, the levels exceeded what's recommended by the FDA. So the FDA is actually reformulating its recommendations as we speak. You put it on your skin and whammy, the levels go up radically. The only two that are absolutely safe are zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, and they just physically block the sun's rays. So you can look up your sunscreen and other personal hygiene products on ewg.org. And I'm also going to give you my recipe that um, you can make on your own in just a bit. If I'm going to be out in the intense sun and can't easily cover it up when I've got enough sun, I will occasionally use a natural sunscreen. And I'm going to give you my recipe in a minute. I certainly agree that homemade sunscreens don't have the lab testing, the conventional ones done, but they also don't have the endocrine disruptors and coral killing compounds. So, also, sunscreen should be a last resort. According to the EWG, the shade and getting out of the intense sun rays are always a better option. So, did you know olive oil and coconut oil have a natural SPF, sun protection factor, of about 7 or 8? That There's this natural recipe, not tested by a regulatory agency, you know, so I can't and don't make any claims or even guesses to the combined SPF. And always, always check with your doctor or dermatologist before using any new products. But what I like is a half a cup of olive oil or coconut oil. You've got your eight SPF right there. Then two tablespoons of zinc oxide. And get the non-nano version so it's not absorbed into the skin. And then you can use essential oils. I like vanilla. makes it smell good. Just don't use any citrus essential oils because they increase sun sensitivity. Okay? Or an easy way to do it, just take your favorite lotion, but make sure it doesn't have the citrus oils. And then to that, you just add some of the non-nano zinc. Mix well. There you got it. Your sun and sunscreens safe. And always make sure you cover up. Okay, and now bugs. We're going to move on to bugs. One of the most widely used ingredients in in in-store bought conventional bug sprays for personal use is the NN diethyl M toluamide or DEET, commonly known as DEET, which is designed to repel, not kill insects. And it's used by an estimated one-third of the U.S. population every year. Although DEET is approved by the EPA, it is a known eye irritant and can cause rashes, soreness, blistering when applied to the skin. And additionally, it's been linked to neurological problems in several different cases, as well as the death of two adults that have been associated with DEET. According to Duke University Medical Center, they found that DEET causes diffuse brain cell death and behavioral changes in rats not something I choose to play with. DEET has also been shown to have a negative impact on wildlife and water resources, toxic to birds and aquatic life. Okay, so a natural bug spray that can be made inexpensively and naturally at home is, you know, easy to make, but you just use essential oils that are really effective, but there still may be a little concern about skin sensitivity. So 
I always just put it on my clothes rather than on my skin. And especially with children, you don't want to put it on skin. Any combination of these oils work. Um, great for mosquito repelling properties. And, and I really like them. You know, you put a lot of drops, like 30 of each, 20 to 30 of uh, most of them, uh, 10 of the last one. But I'm going to, this is my recipe. So uh, you start out with... Um, rubbing alcohol, about a tablespoon of rubbing alcohol, half cup of witch hazel, half a cup of vinegar. And if you want it to mix together and stay together, vegetable glycerin, about a teaspoon of that. And then you add 30 drops of eucalyptus, 30 drops of citronella, 20 drops of lemongrass and lavender, and just 10 drops of rosemary. Yeah, really works good. Um, like it, shake it up real good. Um, yeah, witch hazel, apple cider vinegar, and essential oils. And Consumer Reports found lemon eucalyptus repellent kept the mosquitoes at bay for seven hours without risk to your nervous system. Now we're going to move on to exercise in the summer. Some obvious things, you know, be flexible about when you work out. Check the weather. When the temps are going to be lowest, it's when you want to be out there. Sometimes that's early in the morning, late at night. You'll need to rearrange your schedule to fit the coolest time of the day. Get some cool clothes, lightweight, breathable, wicking ones. You know, if you can get the moisture away from your skin, you're going to feel better. Sometimes wearing a hat may cool you off, but sometimes that holds it in too. But interesting, taking a cool shower before you go work out outside is going to keep you cooler. Exercise in cooler places. Shorten or split up your workout so you don't have to do it all at once. Slow down your pace. You know, take it a little bit easier. You don't have to be in such a big hurry. Maybe stay indoors. Do the the workout inside. Treadmill, YouTube videos. Drink water all day, not just before or after your workout. Now some of the fun stuff from ancient wisdom from up to 5,000 years. The Ayurvedic the science of natural health. They all believe in balance. So when things heat up outside, you'll want to find ways to cool down physically, mentally, and emotionally. And so in Ayurveda, there's three concepts that are the basis of everything in the universe. They are known as the doshas, vada, pitta, and kapha. Every nature, aspect of nature is in combination of these, including the seasons. So summertime is pitta. Pitta affects metabolism and digestion and heat in the body, mind, and environment. When pitta becomes aggravated, overheated, we're out of balance. This affects your emotions when you get angry and impatient and anxious. And it can be the body where, you know, you're just sweaty and, you know, sensitive skin, rashes and such. And behaviors you know, driving to perfectionism and just, you know, pushing, pushing. So there's some tips to cool. Foods to avoid are going to be things that we typically go for. The spicy foods, the chilies, the peppers, the salsas, and sour things like yogurt and cheese and sour cream. They're going to produce too much heat. Also salty things, you know, and small amounts of uh, pepper, but no cayenne. So it really, um, no alcohol either. So it sounds like Mexican dinner with mar- margaritas is not on the summer menu in India. Foods that cool you down. Sweet, sweet ripe fruits like avocados and cherries and plums and pineapples and peaches and mangoes are perfect. 
Mint is perfect. A little cinnamon is okay. Asparagus, green leafies, all your greens are good. They're going to be really full of water and very cooling. And now Ayurveda also says avoid cold drinks. You know, that's the first thing we do. Get me some ice in my water. But Ayurvedic would say that you should lay off the ice and go for room temperature because it's going to be assimilated into the body faster and it's going to make you feel rehydrated more quickly, okay? Then also not eating heavy meals. That is a sure fire way to upset Pitta. Exercise, keeping it cool. Not going to be driving too much. Uh, Then Pitta, you know, when Pitta's out of balance, we tend to be driven, demanding, impatient. So Pitta imbalance, you're going to want to play more, react, just relax and have fun. Then also turning down the temperature of the mind. So, you know, making time for meditation, reading good books, beautiful music, a walk in nature, and maybe some conscious breathing that we talk about for stress reduction. So there you have what you need to know about their new research on sun and sunscreens, how to best deal with bugs and pests in the summer without questionable chemicals, the best way to keep you cool, the best foods to eat, and the best exercise, the best way to exercise, and some Ayurvedic perspective on summer. I hope you learned something new that will help you or someone you love. As always, you can listen to this or other Today Nutrition shows on my website, debford.com, or any place you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. Remember to do something really good for yourself this Memorial Day weekend.